0: Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Joshua Suliruka here, your host of the Impact Podcast Show. And uh, before we start, before I introduce to you guys the next uh, special guest that is on the Impact Podcast Show, I just want to firstly state our mission. Um, our mission is simple. We're wanting to focus on the one. And we're always focusing on is impacting the one. Um, you know, we love helping people and we want to help the world. But first, we're wanting to focus on, you know, building people and impacting people. Hence the reason why we're called the Impact Podcast Show. So um, I wanted to establish that before we start, and I do this all the time, so you guys are able to understand exactly what we do and what we're a part of and our vision. Um, and also, I just want to state it to you guys that, you know, we have our social media out there, uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, we've got Facebook, and we're also on YouTube too. So, you know, make sure you guys you know, jump onto that at the Impact Podcast Show uh, for any more information or um, anything that you guys, any clarity that you guys need, um, you know, we'll be sure to uh, help you guys out there. So yeah, I just wanted to touch base on that, but without further ado, we can get straight into the meat behind um, behind this, uh, this podcast episode that we're going to be doing. So uh, before I do actually introduce our next special guest, um, I want to actually give acknowledgement to this special guest that we're going to be, um, that I'm going to be able to have the honors and the privilege to uh, interview, uh, these, this guy that that you guys are going to have the honor and privilege of listening um, to, um, has been one of my uh, unseen uh, role models. Um, you know, he's one of the guys, one of the main guys that made me, you know, start this uh, podcast show, and um, you know, for me to get him on here, uh, it, it was for me, it was tough for me to, you know, come out of my shell. And, uh, you know, have a conversation with him. And uh, I have the opportunity right now to uh, introduce you to uh, Rani Era. Yes. Did I get it right, bro? Yeah. You got it right, bro. Oh, yes. it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I just want to say, personally, I want to say on behalf of the team, I want to say thank you for jumping on board. And um, we're keen and excited to uh, get into the podcast. Nah, looking forward to it, bro. Uh, firstly, bro, just humbled... Um, to be here
1: with you actually, bro, and for you just to be able to take that step and just put yourself out there. Um, bro, I just like saw it and I felt it and I was like, Man, this is he's doing exactly what I do as well. So, you know, and, and yeah. I get the privilege and honor to be able to sit down with people who I look up to and and see their gifts and be able to have that one on one conversation with. So Uh, for me to be able to do that for you bro it's it just goes without saying so
0: happy to be here bro bro i'm so keen for this man i'm so keen for this bro i thought it was going to take me um you know years years in the making um but yeah it was only through me and through my um yeah just taking the courage eh so i guess that's an encouragement for all the viewers um you know just be like reach out to people um you never know what's going to happen unless you take that next step of faith so yeah, I'm keen and excited to get in a way, so we're going to get straight into it. Um, but yeah, bro, do you want to kind of share a bit about who you are uh, for the listeners out there that don't know you? Yes, so hi uh, everybody, uh, my name is
1: aranya Riuri, uh, born and bred in a small town in uh, in New Zealand uh, called Whakatane, it's like the centre of my universe, it's, it's, it's everything to me. Um, you know, grew up in real humble conditions, you know, there was a thing such as, we call it a or shop, which is basically like uh, the secondhand hand store, that's where, that's where all my stees was sort of like gathered from, from my mum growing up, um, but we didn't have like too much resources in terms of putia, but... What well, we did have, there was like high attributes of aroha, happiness and connectedness in my whanau. Um My mum didn't have a full-time job until I went to high school. So, you know, just in that, we didn't have much money at all. But oh, Sorry, I got a sneeze. Oh, good. Oh <laughs> yeah, so we didn't have much pizza, much money sort of like growing up in our household, but it, it's it's not really uncommon it's not an uncommon thing, you know, mm. like not even just here in New Zealand, just everywhere um so for me just to speak on that, you know I feel those kinds of upbringings and environments you know sometimes when we're at that sort of stage of our life was so looking at what we don't have you know we're always looking at what we want instead of appreciating what we got and like that's not our fault we don't have the the capacity to be able to think like that at that young age but I think growing up you sort of are able to realise how much of an impact those humble beginnings sort of are, you know, in terms of the characteristics, the survival instincts, the yeah. resourcefulness, all of those kinds of things really do come into play. So uh, for me, just really, really grateful for, um, you know, going through that. And bro, I loved it. You know, I loved being a kid, <laughs> not having to worry about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, went through bullying, uh, through... Um, sort of my last years of intermediate going into high school. And it wasn't until I went to high school that I started to really consider um, you know, myself a little bit because it's just a whole new world. It's just a whole new world going to high school. And for me to fit in, it felt like me being outgoing, me being confident or me being loud like, I still couldn't find my place. Yeah, You know, it felt like I needed to be something more than who I was because my physical appearance at the time, um, like, you know, started to like girls, but they didn't like me. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I was just like, I was more on the chubby side. And um, that's when I just really started to think about, like, all right, I want to fit, here, fit in here. And so, yeah, I just started to hard out train, cut out certain foods and, yeah, sure enough, my weight started to come off and started to be seen. <laughs> but yeah, but that's a but you know, that's that's only a real um you know, that's just part of life. I think everyone yeah. goes through that. And there wasn't like a, it wasn't happily ever after after that, you know, it was it was just a phase of my life where it felt like, cool, I've made it, but then so many different challenges started to unravel, you know, throughout that stage of my life. So but like I'm just gonna like cut all the way check, you know, <laughs> the way track is just, yeah, um, yeah. you know, fast forwarding. You know, just went through a series of um, uh, bad relationships um, mm-hmm. where I felt I was hurt, but also the the woman that the wahine that I was with at the time, they were also hurt as well. And so, for me, just going through that heartbroken sort of stage of life, at at made me sort of run away from it. Like I ran away and I ran to Australia. True. I ran to Australia, yeah, bro, like the pain, the shame, the insecurities, they were so loud, like in terms of what I was how I was thinking about myself, um, how I was thinking about the other person, how sad I was, how down in the dumps I was because you know like having your heart broken or or having like that that pain it's it's something incredibly like like there's physical pain but the emotional pain like that's something that is so incredibly potent because it's a battle that no one can really heal unless like you got to do the work. And so for me going through this, I didn't have the emotional intelligence or the, the language mm. to sort of like talk about how I was feeling. So I was quiet. And so the only sort of like outcome that I could see enable and to enable me to like feel better was just try and run away from it. Mm. And so bro, I ran over to Aussie and, just living that YOLO life. True, <laughs> true. Yeah. And just stayed over in Aussie for a bit, trying to fill that void, trying to fill that void of being like, all right, my heart's broken, something's missing. So let me just try and run away from this. Let me just try and make heaps of money. Let me just try and get with heaps of girls. Let me just party. And let's just see how this sort of like goes. But bro, nah, man, it doesn't work, bro. You know, <laughs> like a few years of just abusing my body and using, you know, myself and all of those kinds of things. It's, it's not the way to go. You know, it's, it's a real long arduous sort of journey to try and find the sense of happiness because those things are only real temporary, eh? temporary moments of happiness. It's like, how can we question ourselves in terms of what's going to make me eternally happy? You know, because If we don't question ourselves in that sort of sense, Mm -hmm. what will happen is we start to repeat patterns. You know, these patterns that I was starting to experience with relationships, just, yep, heartbroken here, heartbroken here. And then it happened again in Australia. And then that's when I started to think because I reached this point where I wanted to kill myself.
0: Mm.
1: Now I was driving to the airport and I was just thinking like, fuck, what if I just drive off the road here? Yeah. So when you're having those real dark sort of like glimpses or thoughts, that's when we really got to like take some serious action in terms of no one else is going to make my life better. But if I make this decision right here, right now, that my life is going to be for something, that's when things start to shift, you know? And so starting to consider what can make me eternally happy? And then that just led me on the journey that I'm on now.
0: Yeah, true, true. Man, what a testimony, man. What a testimony. I love I love that you shared because it's something that, uh, you know, we spoke about before, um, you know, before we jumped on. Um, I think a lot of – I think men, men in particular, like us men, like, like we find it hard to, you know, really be like, you know, being deep, like, go go deep and be, like, deeply meaningful because of this, like, the stereotypes in, in, this, in this world that we live in. It's like, you know, um, like, we've been brought up and conditioned uh, that, you know, you don't have to cry. It's all right. Like, don't cry. Don't cry at all. Like, men, you're supposed to be a man. And for you to, you know, open yourself up just like that without even me talking, like, it just goes to show that there are men out there um, who are willing to open up. And I'm the same too. Like, I'm like that too, man. Uh, I'm I'm all about being deep. Some people say, Josh, you're so deep, man. Like, why are you putting up these deep posts? Like, I fully resonate with you, bro, with that, man. It's like yeah. people don't realize once you start knowing your inner self, once you start knowing the real you and you're real confident about yourself, like you you have nothing to hide when it comes to putting posts out or, you know, putting out, you know, a video talking about, um you know, the deep thoughts that you're having. And, yeah, man, I fully resonate with everything that you mentioned um, and I, and I truly believe that people are already getting like inspired and we haven't even started yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. I think like you said, they eh, like the deeper, meaningful stuff, it's once you start to have these, you know, like real realizations of like your power, when you start what it is, bro, is you actually start to make sense and understand yourself. And because you have like, it's such like these people out there, bro, who, who are really, really happy about buying a new car yeah. or really, really happy about buying new shoes and, and they'll post about it. But for me, it's like me understanding something, me understanding a train of thought or me being able to put language to a, a certain emotion. It's like me expressing like I've just bought a new car. Yeah. You know, like we can't confuse the external and the internal, Yeah. You know, people and have these external things but how's the inside looking Mm. we can't we can't be hypnotized by what people are revealing you know like who like let's try and go a little bit deeper and that's where i come from that's the sort of lens that i like to look through and you know i was just sort of talking to you before like i just put out a video about titles Mm. you know we all have different titles in life you know whether your son your your husband or your uh businessman you're deep you're vegan you're whatever you know my ones in particular i'm vegan i'm alcohol free i'm the plant-based maori i have my own podcast i'm a business my own business but what these are actually they're not they're not our actual identity right they are the they are the extension of our truest sense of self yeah right so if I was to take away the plant-based Maori or if you were to say bro you're like like I just wake up tomorrow and mm. I don't have these titles who am I then yo you know and and like see the common thread that I think I'm sort of starting to think is like the the more that I carry on on my journey my questions are getting so more direct as well as a lot harder you know, because I really believe in challenging our beliefs in the way that we think, you know, because it helps us sort of like get to the core of something that is just so profound. Yeah. And so for me, being able to like go through the space of titles, being the deep guy as well, and just knowing like, I don't have to attach myself to that. Yeah. So. And what I mean by that, bro, say if like anyone sort of like says, oh, this deep guy or I don't like being vegan or why is he sharing all this stuff? Because I'm not totally attached to it, I can't be offended by Yo, what 100%, man, 100%. You know? I fully get you, bro. Whereas if you're totally attached to that identity or to that um, certain title, yeah. if anyone says anything, and you You're get so offended yeah. because you take it so personally.
0: <laughs> 100%, yeah. bro. Now, I fully, I fully resonate with that. It's like, you know, um, I'm looking at, you know, if I put a post up and someone says, you know what, like I don't believe in that, I'm like, cool, that's totally fine. Like I'm not attached to it. Uh, I look at it as like, okay, cool, that's your viewpoint. Um, you know, I'm all called to, you know, agree to disagree, but uh, I'm not going to get offended by it because I understand that, you know, like you see things differently than the way I see things. Um, and I guess, I guess uh, when it comes to titles, uh, and I know that there will probably be a lot of people out there that can resonate with this, is the fact that they they allow the titles to control them as opposed to them controlling the title itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, say for example, you're a manager at Woolworths, it's like, uh, or Countdown in New Zealand, um, it's like they they utilize their power, the power or the authority that they've got just based on the like the title that they got but then it's like if you strip that away who are you now it's like are you the same person are you you know transparent are you the same person everywhere you go and um you know that's the way i see titles but the only way i see the only reason why i believe that there is titles in this world is just that it kind of clarifies to you what type of role or like it gives you clarity of you know if i'm a if i'm a manager what do i do it's like you manage but it's like, that's not who you actually are. It's just a role that you're taking uh, upon that. Um, so what was your thoughts on that, bro? What's your thoughts
1: on that? Yeah, no, 100%, bro. It's sort of like how you're sort of giving the example of the um, manager and you sort of take that away. What we're actually sort of like, so um, what we try and sort of protect, it's actually our ego, bro. <laughs> it's the ego that's <laughs> yes, actually being damaged because we have these titles, you know, like, because the ego loves praise, right? The ego loves to stand out. The ego loves recognition, Yeah. you know? So when those sort of titles are starting to like get threatened, that's the ego. That's why we sort of feel offended. That's why we feel like, hold on, like, why do I feel this way? You know, but if we're able to like step into humility in that sort of space, yeah. we're able to actually sort of be like, all right, perhaps there's some truth in this. That's, mm-hmm. that's the first question that I always ask myself whenever I get, any sort of like criticism or feedback it's like all right i'm feeling this certain way let me just question what's the truth in this right i dissect it yeah. i try and view their their point their perspective and i try and see it from that point of view and then i remind myself of my truth and my intention and one of the most powerful things that i've sort of like picked up from the bro jordan river the river jordan on um, instagram he came on my pod, podcast this start of this year and it was probably like Everything that he said about me, bro, it's it's playing out like so incredibly. But what he said, what he's told me is that you're not responsible for other people's feelings or emotions, Mm -hmm. right? The way you share something or the way that you are, if people have a way or feel they can take it upon themselves, either react or respond to whatever you're saying or the way that you are, that's on them. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're not responsible you're not responsible for that person feeling shitty about something you've said mm. you know so that was something that I've that I've been implementing over the last you know couple months whenever he said it so you know it, it's awesome bro and, and the thing that I, I want to like sort of touch on here yep. is the ego isn't bad either you know mm. the ego there's this whole thing about um you know killing the ego or overcoming the ego but for me it's just about being mindful mm. about where my ego is and utilizing it because I need my ego I need my <laughs> ego to be the, to have these titles to to allow myself to be extended and expressed so um, for me bro it's just about you know trying to um, conduct yourself in a way that it is like the truest sense of yourself and for an example for your listeners bro is that You know, beneath me, beneath my titles, um, there is the core sense of myself. I'd say is I'm mentally strong (laughs) and I'm definitely driven, right? I am curious, but I have the humility to continuously learn and grow. I'm confident, but I also have the courage to stand out. But I'm also a source of love. You know, so these are the underlying things that really allow me to express myself so openly in these certain titles that I have or these certain sort of pathways that I've embarked on. Because if we sort of deconstruct all of them, it all comes back to me, you know? So it's about sort of like attaching yourself to that core belief, to that core truth, to that core understanding. And whatever happens out here, we can't attach um, emotionally attached to that.
0: Yeah, very fully resonate with you when you when you're talking about that. I think a lot of people tend to, um, you know, they they tend to like attach themselves, like they 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 actually attach their identity to. Let's say, for example, I want to be rich. It's like, well, they attach their, their identity to being rich. When in real, when real hindsight, like if you look right deep in your core of your of yourself or your inner self, you would actually find out that it all you're wanting is just pleasure or all you're wanting is just, there was a need that you wanted back in the days or probably when you were growing up that you didn't get. And so of you wanting to become rich, you're wanting to utilize that as a platform for you to empower other people because that's what you wanted when you were younger. So I love, I love like, cause that was, right. I was just like a made up story, but I can resonate with people who do feel like that, who are listening yep. out there that are feeling like, you know what, the only reason why I'm wanting to become a manager is because I wanted power. Um, You know, the only reason why I want to become a podcast host is because um, I want to talk smack um, and want people to listen to me. It's like, that's something I always think about too. It's like when I do anything, um, the first question I ask is why? Like, like why am I actually doing it? So say, for example, this podcast show right now, it's like, why am I continuing to, to do this? And I, and I always think about where I was back then, um, you know, when I was going through my own uh, uh, exploring like myself and doing things, you know, I thought I would do, um, you know, things on my own. Uh, I felt like I was independent. And then uh, I ended up hitting like a blockage, uh, like a barrier that ended up getting me into not being the person I am now. Um, I was facing a lot of demons, Uh, I I thought I was the man, my ego was, oh man, my ego was as big as my head, bro, and (laughs) I'm just looking at it, like, for all the viewers out there, like, I understand that once you find out who you are internally, um, externally, won't have a factor on that. Just as long as you understand who you are inside and and why you do certain things, uh, it would completely change the the way that uh, that you live life, the way that you do things. Like the only reason why I actually focus on personal development is because I actually know within myself, if I don't, then I'm just gonna go back to the way I was back then. Um, so if I'm not developing myself and going through that self-growth and you know doing little things like listening to Gary V, listening to the Planting Seed podcast, um, you know, just looking at people that are, you know, already doing well, like, I'm oh, not doing well. Oh well, yeah. Doing well in life. Um, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm getting inspired and the only reason I'm getting inspired is because I'm growing, um, inside. And so, yeah, man, I love, I love that you shared on that because I think a lot of people need to hear that. A lot of people need oh, to hear that out there.
1: I think it's just really important to be able to, you know, just to verbalize, you know, these these things that are just sort of like throwing around out there with, and just to be able to sort of like support people. And because bro, I I genuinely feel we all have similar lived experiences, right? We can, we can all sort of relate on some kind of level, right? Some kind of level. So, you know, for us to be sort of in the space of podcasting, of sharing ideas, of talking about, you know, these You know, just these sort of scenarios. Yeah, I feel it's just you know supporting people immensely because it's just helping them to find the language to piece their puzzle together. Yeah, you know, and and I'm not coming from a point where I'm like, yeah, I can see my whole puzzle. It's a masterpiece. (laughs) It's like where the journey of personal development or growth, it's never ending. Yeah, it's never ending, but it's a journey that you would always be so so grateful for because. The amount of value, the amount of like happiness, the amount of gratitude like all of these rich and amazing things start to reveal themselves. And it's just because you made the decision to just want to grow to be better
0: yeah yeah, and yeah like
1: for me it was like i know what it's like to not feel good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i yeah, know yeah, what yeah. it's like yeah. to like feel bad i know what it's like to hurt people i know what it's like to be you know to be a liar i know all of those things and for me when i had a taste of just changing my mindset just to be positive but it's like just that alone it's it's a game changer because yeah. your thoughts really do control the way that you think or the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, as I, as I started to like try and understand it in my way, that's when things really started to shift. You know, things really started to shift. But there was a time I was living in Adelaide at the time, and um, bro, me and me and my friends that I was living with over there, we bro, we were going through so much jobs. We were partying like four days a week. There was a period where we had nowhere to live, but we had to go and stay with one of our friends. And we're just going through all of these bloody things, bro. And my mate at the time, he had read a book called The Secret. And so I remember I, I started to read it. I was a terrible reader. And then I started to like read that our thoughts if if you really start to think positive you feel better and then certain outcomes start to reveal themselves and bro one of my things was like i wanted to get a job and i remember bro i used to put on my work my mate's work gears and walk out walk out the door to a job that i didn't even have (laughs) i used to put monopoly money i used to put monopoly money in my wallet (laughs) and act like I was rich bro.
0: No way. Straight up,
1: And then two weeks later, two weeks later, I landed my first full-time job while I was living in Australia. And then six months later, I found myself working in the mines. And this is like where things really started to take off for me because how can I, how can I sort of like go from like having no money, having like, you know, no job you know, it got so bad, bro. I had to ring up my parents for money. I had oh, to ring wow. them for money. And this was the first time I had ever asked them for money. And and that was really the turning point, bro. That was the turning point because wow. that was the first time I had ever felt yep. that my situation impacted the people that I loved. Yeah. And so I held that and I was like, fuck. I'm never getting in this position. Come on, bro!
0: Come on! And so
1: that's when I read their book. That's when I started to change myself. That's when I started to think differently, feel differently, and I started just to do all of these crazy like things, bro. When I think back, it's like, like with uh, without going through that, you know, people be like, bro, what are you up to? But I believed in it so much, bro, because. I had to <laughs> it yeah. felt like my back was up against the wall. Nothing was working. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to give this a crack. And sure enough, bro, things started to play out. And as I was in the mines, I started to gain all this money, bro. And I just, I remember I reflected and I was like, how like this, this is crazy. Like I'm here earning the most money that I could earn in the job that I was doing. But six months earlier, I was asking my parents for money. Oh. like, you know, it's, it's like, where's the explanation in that? You know, if I didn't tell you that I just, all it was, I just started to think positive, like that's where it started. And so for me to be able to have that lived experience, bro, I just continue to do it, continue yeah. to do it, you know? And it's just what's landed me sort of like in the space where I don't have as much money, mm. but in terms of, where I'm at and myself I'm glad that I went through that bro I'm glad that I was able to have the humility to be able to ask my parents for money <laughs> and step in their vulnerability because that thing there bro just led me on this crazy journey and bro I'm, I'm like and I'm sitting in it at the moment because it's like fuck it's crazy bro like my life has changed so much bro Like, you can talk to my mum, you can talk to my sister, you can talk to my mates in school. I was an animal growing up, you know? Like, in my teenage years, in my early 20s, I was just hard out into the rage. I was hard out into drugs. Like, and now I don't drink. Now I just, you know, I stick to myself. So making these massive life Changing sort of decisions just from that one seed of like, oh well, let's just give this positive thinking a crack. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And look where it's gone today. Like, like, look at you now, man. Um, I, I'm so grateful that you're sharing this story because, like, I do believe that the listeners that are listening right now can resonate with you. Um, whether it's, um, you know, going through, uh, you know, a bad relationships to, um, you know. Being alcoholic or you know, to the drugs, like I know that there's so much people out there that are either probably, possibly still going through it now, or they're just on the journey um, of going on to it. And it's cool to see uh, that that you've you're you're explaining and you're sharing your testimony. And I love it, man. I, I'm I'm enjoying this very. Uh, I'm enjoying this 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 ride. And um, I wanted to because I'm I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, if you are the person that you are right now, um, there there must have so I'm looking at you, you're you're running your truck business, um, which I want to talk about quickly. Um, and you're also, you know, I seen I was watching a video uh, that you went to one of the Gary V um, you know, seminars and that was that based in New Zealand? That yeah, where, so yeah. I've been through the last two. So we went to one last year.
1: Oh, we went to one last year and then we went to the one year year before last year as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was watching that video too, but that was mean as bro. especially when you guys um, you know, done the haka and that I was like, yo, true, I'm getting the shivers. <laughs> but, yeah, but it, it was crazy,
1: you know, like me and my best mate Hanu Tuna, but we've been on this journey together like ever since I, mo- I came back from traveling and he moved back to Fakatani from Palmi. And this was in 2017. We came back and back to our hometown at the same time. And I remember I was traveling, bro. I was traveling, you know, throughout Asia and Europe and the documentary of Tony Robbins just came out. Um, I'm not your guru. Mm. And he sent it to me and it took me ages to watch it. And I didn't watch it until I got back home until I got back to NZ. And I was like, holy shit, like, fuck, that's a next level documentary. And so I messaged them. I was like, bro, are you keen? Like, and I, <laughs> I went on this gangster sort of like researching, like when the field coming to New Zealand and he had a seminar, a five day seminar in Gold Coast, and I asked my best mouse I was like, bro, are you keen? It was the last bit of money that I had. It cost 5G. It cost wow. 5 grand to go, and he had no money, but he had a little bit of savings and he just invested in it, and so me and him went on that journey, and it was freaking phenomenal, bro. <laughs> like, and that's what got us hooked on going to seminars because if you're really driven and wanting to grow as a person, it's a freaking lonely pathway. It's Mm -hmm. lonely. Like no one, you'll be in your circle of friends or in these sort of environments and you'll just feel like, damn, no one is sort of like on this, in this space with me. So it's a real isolating sort of journey. When you first start out, I fully get you, man. I fully resonate. You're in, you're in these environments that you're so used to, but you feel like in yourself, you're leveling up and you're trying to have these conversations, but they are just not, they're not clicking so Mm -hmm. you tend to not engage as much so for me I started to experience that the bro ho did and so we're like oh well if we want to embark on this journey we need to put ourselves in an environment where we can really start to grow and experience what this is all about and so that's all we started to do bro going to gary oh, going to um tony robbins went to gary v we went to like a few other ones and went to heaps of like wananga here in new zealand and those are sort of like other gatherings and groupings and you just got to really legit put yourself in these you might think it's uncomfortable but but once you get in there you're like this is on and like I said I used to party I was a hard out festi and the highs that I would have in there I'd feel like this is the best but I'm telling you now the high of being in a seminar around thousands of people who are on your vibe and you're so sober but the energy that you're feeling and experiencing I can tell you now it's the best high that I've ever had and it's just pure joy. That's all it is. It's just joy. It's growth. It's ascension. And so that's when everything just started to like come out for me and the bro. So for those of like your listeners, even for you, bro, it's just really about putting yourself in those environments. It's maybe it's not like to a big, huge seminar that costs that much, but there's always stuff happening. The other easy thing to do is like, look on Facebook. There's always groups on Facebook. Just include yourself in there don't always if if this is something that's resonating this is not you can't expect things just to fall in your lap yeah man you, you have to be the one who takes the step yeah. you have to be the one who jumps and that's when you really start to experience the lessons the growth and so that's how yeah that's how Gary V started to happen ah. and then so because me and the bro are sort of always on the same sort of level, we've done a haka for Tony Robbins as well Oh his seminar. And so when we went to Gary Vee, we were like, far out. This fella's given us so much value. So for us, it's like, all right, what's a way that we can pay our respects? Mm. Like, all we know is our culture. All we know is, like, this is the best way we know how we can let him know how much he has... Um, improving our lives and helped us grow. So we've done that Haka and he loved it. The next year we're invited back from the organizers who organizes the um, the seminars and we went back and I went to ask him a question last year and he remembered who we were just mm. through that sort of like acknowledgement. So yeah, but it's, 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 it's a crazy sort of like um, journey of growth, of development. And just putting yourself out there and just connecting. So yeah, bro, that's what I'm all about, man. Like that's oh, my new
0: life. This is yeah. my new life, bro. <laughs> bro, I fully understand, man. Like, bro, what a what a hype! What a hype! People, it's crazy because like you won't understand it until you actually immerse yourself in it. Like, you like you won't understand it until you actually experience it yourself. Like it's it's like it's cool if you watch it on TV. Um, it's cool if you you know watch like you know someone else's like review video. But once you're actually a part of it, that's where it becomes more like it hits you. It hits you like internally. And um like I've watched a few of like Tony Robbins and um, you know, the unleash when he does the priming and stuff. Bro, I've started doing that and it legit changes the the way that I uh, where, the way that I think in life. Cause um, you know, I'd wake up, I'll do the priming, I'd write, you know, my gratitudes, you know, the things that I'm grateful for, and then I'll get shared into the cold shower as a you know, just yeah. really get my, my body moving um, and, like, get my body switched on. And so I've seen a massive, a dramatic effect on the way that I live, and the way that, um, you know, the way that I communicate with people. And I'm usually a lot more alive. Like, it's like probably two o'clock in Australia. I should be sleeping now. Like, I should be dead. But I'm full alive already because you know I actually started off well uh, which is which is cool and I've actually got a question man like I wanted to touch quickly on um the business side but I wanted to kind of incorporate the the personal development um, and how crucial it is to uh to grow uh, as like sorry to grow as a person um, in order for you to succeed in terms of um, running your own business, so yeah, man. My question to you is like, how were you able to run um your your business, uh, your your truck business, and how has personal development uh, helped you in terms of continuing uh, to to run your business?
1: Well, there's a I, there's a book called Maxed um, Out by Ed Mylett. And it's a real small pamphlet. It's like 30 pages or 40 pages or something. And there's something in there, bro. And it just bloody, just, it was like an orchestra was playing when I read it. I was like, damn, that is like so beautiful. And what he says is is that entrepreneurship is the best personal development course that you could ever take. And that's what it is, bro. That's all (laughs) business is. It's a course to help you grow because. There's personal development in terms of like, yep, this is who I am. This is what I can do. It's about understanding yourself. It's it's acknowledging your power, your potential. But business, bro, it's actually putting what you feel, what you know, into bringing it into existence, bringing it to life. And when you bring something to life, there's so much more that is sitting on that because it's your livelihood it's your brand, it's your vision, it's your purpose, and all of the outside external challenges come off that. You know, there's the things around money, there's um, the things about like not making any money, there's all <laughs> the things or counsel, there's setting up businesses, there's you know, there's improvising, there's you know, adapting. All of these kinds of things come into play because you can't control so many things. You can only control how you think and how you feel and what you can manage. But when you've got a business, there's so many different elements, so many different parts that you really have to just face head on. And I'll tell you what, bro, there was a time, the opening of the food trailer, the night, the day off, we're opening at 4 p.m. And at 2 o'clock, I bloody put a huge ass crack in the floor. And I bloody dropped to my knees and I cried because what happened was I went to go and put water into our water tanks and the pressure from the water was so strong it just popped
0: and it just Yeah, true. Maybe just cut off a bit. Embarrassment just came over me because Oh, having some technical difficulties. You are good? Yo, 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 yo.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. No, we you
0: just had a spasm, it, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all right. It's all bro, part of the process, bro. It's all part of the
1: process, <laughs> no, this, bro. But honestly, bro, as I was like on my bloody knees, I was like, feeling of shame bro just came over me of embarrassment and like just telling myself like what a idiot like I'm trying to like crack it in business and I can't even like fill up water in this food trailer and I go ahead and just put this huge crack in the middle of it and that's what I was thinking bro those were the negative thoughts I, I was ready to quit you know like I couldn't believe it bro And the main reason was my father-in-law, he was the one who basically done everything on the inside. And I just thought about all the hours, all the work and everything that he had done. And I just go ahead and ruin it all. But bro, my partner, bro, my fiance, she is so on and I'm on all the way on (laughs) when it comes to, Solutions in high pressured moments. Yeah, come on. She's just, she's just, she's on, bro. I don't know where it comes from. We've had so <laughs> much conversations about. It. I'm like, where do you come up with these ideas? But she's really good at it, bro. And um, she ended up just ringing her dad behind my back because I didn't want to because I was just mm. embarrassed. Yeah. But she ended up just ringing him. Um, she he came over and he's one of those guys that thinks like nothing's ever broken, mm. can always be fixed. Yep, and bro, he just jumped in there and bro, he fixed this crack in the floor, true. and we we're able to make it down to um the opening. Yeah, while we were there, bro, we had no generator, so I had to hire one. Oh, true. And this generator was so loud, bro, that one of the neighbors across the road came over. And, bro, he just started calling me all the names under the sun, saying I'm an ignorant bastard, <laughs> saying I'm a cunt, all of these things. Bro. And I was like, fuck, can this day get any worse? And go ahead and jump in the trailer, bro, and, bro, nothing was even cooked. Like, yeah. we had done minimal prep. We still had to do so much stuff. And there were heaps of people waiting outside. And so we had all of this pressure. The trailer wasn't even bloody done properly. And, bro, the thing that that just really changed everything was the moment we opened those doors yeah well, we opened those doors bro and we we're just greeted by so much people just giving us like a round of applause just cheering us and we were like "Fuck!" <laughs> like bro that was everything bro like yeah. and and for me to for us i should say to experience that on the opening night like that was our introduction to business, bro. That was our introduction to this new phase of business, to growing in business, because prior to that, we we're only doing like gazebos and going to markets and events, but this was the next step. And this is that's how we were welcomed, bro, was those challenges. So when we're talking about personal development, you can feel something. But like I said, these, these external things that sometimes we're just not prepared for. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful, bro, that, you know, I've got my fiance, I've got people around me who are able to support at a capacity or at a space where sometimes I can't support myself. Yeah, Yeah. So it's like, there's person personal development, there's business, but bro, there's also you always have to have be around people who just got your back, yeah. and you know it's it's incredible, bro. You know it's it's a mean space to be in, and I'm so grateful that I have the privilege to be able to to be in this space because bro, when I look at me growing up, like I wasn't meant to be anything, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I, I didn't have any outstanding attributes. I didn't have any incredible achievements. I didn't have any um out the box talent. I was just a normal guy, bro, like yeah. a normal kid who just was average at everything. But still um I've been able to like work through that and be like, fuck, I'm not average. You know, yeah. I have a yeah. gift. I've I've been able to work through all that to the true sort of like meaning of my capabilities and now it's up to me you know there's there's something that I live by bro it's it's one thing to know something it's one thing to learn something the next level was being able to implement it yeah and that's what I really believe is the differentiating factor between me and others or me and my old self is that bro when you are sitting in This amazing space of privilege, of humility, of gratitude, when someone takes the time out of their day to share something that could transform your life Mm. and you resonate with it, you now have the responsibility to do something with it. Right, and that's all I feel like I've ever done. Anything that I've learned from the bro ice, you know, on the ice project, he was the one who pushed me into doing the food trailer because he said, "Bro, do a crowdfunding." It took me six months, but I did it. He said, "Bro, don't wait for the for you to do heaps of podcasts; just launch it now."
0: Yeah, come bro, on, bro. I two fully two really days, resonate, man.
1: Two days later, bro, I launched. You know, so it's 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 finding those people hmm. who can share a certain message that causes you to act. Yeah, you know, because sometimes when you're sitting in yourself you just get overwhelmed mm. with insecurities with all this fear but sometimes you just need their voice that just says like do it you know and that sometimes is enough to push you over the 100,
0: edge 100 man now nah, bro i love, I love bro. everything that you mentioned is pretty much the the season that i've either went through or i'm going through right now um and yeah i completely re- like resonate with you very like, what a, what a touching story, man. So, um, yeah, man, I want to just quickly wrap up this uh, podcast. Um, we've actually gone, like, way over time, but I would love to, you know, talk uh, more about this next time. But what I want to do is uh, I want to finish off by kind of um, giving you an opportunity uh, to to voice out whatever you've got in terms of, in terms of encouragement um, out there for anyone, uh, you know, in terms of business or just life in general, um, in terms of uh, personal development. And so, yeah, man. My question to you is: um, Is there any like encouragement out there that you can um, share share to to uh, the people that are listening? Yeah, bro. Sort of um, the thing that that I've been like
1: hard out, sort of sharing lately is, you know, sometimes it really does take like a life changing moment. Whether it's someone's passed away, whether it's you've gone through a rough relationship, whether there is some trauma that sort of just somehow comes up, or there is losing jobs, where it's you know all of these different scenarios that are real really life changing moments, right yeah. they're, they're the moments that cause you to think about your life and consider like is this really it yeah and but the other thing is is that you don't have to wait for those life changing moments, you know, because it's it's also about making sure if you there's something that you can control and that's like what you do every day, Yeah. like every day you wake up, there's an opportunity. So there's that one life changing moment or if you can please, you know, if you're really committed to this lifestyle, just do one thing every single day of your life, yeah. you know, and allow that one thing to transform into two things. And what I mean by that is just implementing um a habit, a positive <laughs> habit, I feel. I very, feel like
0: um, there's some Atomic Habits. Uh, <laughs> right. That's a that's a next level book Bro, man, because oh. it makes so much sense. Oh, it makes man. so much sense, Crazy. you know,
1: because we really do underestimate. We underestimate like what waking up an hour early can do. What Bro. you know, we underestimate how just going outside every single day can yeah. do. Because what that's actually doing is like what I feel anyway. It's I'm achieving something every day, mm-hmm. right? It's building momentum, you know, it's it's allowing me to sort of like stick to something that I've put my mind to, right? So we're getting these micro achievements as well as building momentum. That's really making us better to really have the, the ability to be able to handle that yeah. life-changing moment that's yeah, yeah. sure to come, but there's something that we can do. So my words of encouragement is, Try and think about something that you feel you can better yourself on a daily basis and just allow yourself to to be still, to listen. And if you're in a space where all you want to do is to distract yourself because there's something with sitting alone that is fearful, that makes you really uncomfortable, um, please find someone to talk to or find the courage to be able to sit in that space and really just watch and just observe. Don't attach yourself to any emotion, just observe. And I think through that, you'll just find um, some amazing gems that's going to transform your life. So, bro, I just want to thank you as well for letting me jump on, uh, for having this connection, this kōrero. Um, And I'm sure, bro, just continue to reach out, continue to... um, you know, just pursue this journey of personal development.
0: Yo, bro, I am so honored, man. I'm so honored to have you on board. But, guys, that that's that's um, is it Raniera? It's a yes. Point. I'm getting it, yo. Shot. Sure. Yeah. So that's that's his story. Um, this is just us. We're just a uh, bunch of guys just, just having a chat over some microphones, some flashy microphones, um, and a bit of headsets. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so guys, um you've heard it here. Um, you know, we want to encourage you guys that you know we have the platforms um set, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got all these platforms that you guys can uh, connect us with, but is there anything is there anywhere that they can connect with you, bro, um, in terms of our social media?
1: Uh, just the plant-based Maori across the platforms, and you'll see me on Insta's, um, Facebook as well as on YouTube under the plant-based Maori.
0: And he also runs a podcast show called The Planting Seed, which I follow. So I encourage you guys <laughs> to follow that. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank you guys for um, you know tuning in for those that are listening, and also to those that are watching on YouTube. bro, um, I want to say thank you again, man. It's an honor and privilege to have you on board on the Impact Podcast Show. But yeah, that's all that we got f- uh, for this uh, episode. Make sure you guys catch us on um, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and. Um, We'll see you guys in the next video. So thank you guys for watching.